What's going on, everybody? You're listening to a new episode of the Post Game Report. I am your host, JVB. So, the Video Game Awards came and went. Uh, Video Game Awards by Jeff Keighley. There's the PlayStation ra uh, yearly wrap-up stuff. And uh, there's a video game for Blade, who is one of the more iconic Marvel characters that really doesn't get any video game love. The big debate is whether it's an Xbox exclusive or not. And because it's being developed by Arcane Studios, the people behind uh, Deathloop, which was very overrated, I couldn't play that shit. Not because, uh, because I found anything wrong, it's just the motion. Those games that are, that have, Deathloop seemed to be a PC port reminded me a lot of uh, Half-Life with the speed inside tight corridors. And that shit screws me up because of my brain injury. So I couldn't play it. What I did play of Death, Death Loop, I was like, ah, you know, it's okay. But people were like, oh my God, they developed Death Loop. And you got to show them some respect. Nah, nah you know what? Under their freaking arcane umbrella still lies uh, whatever the fuck that vampire game was that was utterly ridiculous. Redfall. So, yeah. I don't care if it was Texas Division or whatever division. It's still under the arcane name. So let's give it a fucking rest. <laughs> they got to prove that the taste of Redfall and what happened with that vampire game is not going to happen with Blade. So let's see. And it, ha it looks like it's going to have that same arc, you know, uh, cartoony look of Deathloop, which was okay. So it seems like Blade is going to be mature. It's going to be third person. And with the history behind Arcane and their Dishonor franchise and stuff like that, they could possibly make this a really good game. So, yeah, I made a, 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 a funny meme about Arcane developing Blade, but that was just a freaking, that was just a joke. And nowadays people can't take jokes, obviously. Especially people who enjoy the Xbox, or they claim to. They cannot take a fucking joke. For example, and I'm going to start talking about the Video Game Awards. Uh, the gentleman who voices Kratos for the new God of War made a joke about the length of the Call of Duty franchise. Well, the new Call of Duty campaign. And all of these butthurt people started criticizing him and saying how messed up he is and blah, blah, blah. You know what? Go fuck yourself. So nobody's mad that, <laughs> that you're being charged $70 for a short campaign and then you are fucking charged up the wazoo for microtransactions in Call of Duty. Those developers... Those fans, they, they're not mad at that, but they're, they're, they're upset because 
one voice actor made a joke about the length of his speech last year in the in the gaming awards and they were mocking him he was mocking himself and then he just happened to throw in call of duty this year's call of duty campaign so it seems like people just want to complain about whatever they seem to think is the hot topic that is going to get them engagement and they just jump on that shit and they, and they make fools of themselves. And in this case, it's developers, journalists, and of course, the usual maniacs who claim to love Xbox. Now, there was also this whole thing about Sony games not winning any awards. Spider-Man was nominated, I believe, seven times. Spider-Man 2. And Baldur's Gate 3 was winning so many awards. Now, I don't play Baldur's Gate. I remember playing it way back in the day on PC. In that sense, it's good to see an old franchise come out in today's video game market and be as good as, as it is. A lot of people say it's a great game. You need to have an acquired taste to play that game. You really do. I've been tempted. I even downloaded the trial and then I deleted it because I was like, you know what? Chances are this trial is not long enough for me to really get into this game. And I'm not going to even bother. It could be still sitting in my hard drive. So, And with PlayStation Network, you have the capability of streaming it. So I might just try that. But then again, you won't get the same quality for the visuals as you would if you downloaded into the hard drive. So, so yeah, Baldur's Gate was freaking winning all the freaking uh, awards. They won Game of the Year. And, of course, people were mocking PlayStation. But here's the thing. The same thing happened with Horizon Forbidden West last year. You cannot tell me that games like Spider-Man 2 and Horizon Forbidden West, which both games are technical marvels, they play great, they have all of these performance options. You can play in high fidelity, you can play in high frame rate. In Spider-Man 2, you can, well, actually I believe you can do 40 frames per second with high fidelity mode on both games. Show me an Xbox game that does that. I'll wait. So, you're talking about games that have some of the best action sequences in this generation, some of the best visuals in this generation, great stories, especially with Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 sold ex extremely well in just one freaking week. You mean to tell me that the fact that it didn't win an award at some dude's video game show, that that was worth your time in going on social networks on YouTube and mocking the Sony brand, when in reality, the Sony brand is destroying your favorite brand, regardless of what you say. 
And you're you're proudly saying that this third party title, aka Baldiskate, that at the time was not available on Xbox, it is now, that it destroyed Sony games. And that the fact that Xbox was essentially the only one showing brand new trailers. Blade, there was no gameplay. You had Hellblade 2, which was a mixture of gameplay, but it was a a freaking highlight reel of cinematics and some gameplay that looked fucking choppy as hell. Now, I really enjoyed the first Hellblade. And by the way, the Xbox fanatics were mocking Hellblade calling it a walking simulator. And then Microsoft buys the studio, and all of a sudden, they love fucking Hellblade. (laughs) It just goes to show you how weird those content creators, those influencers on that side, they're fucking weird. They are inconsistent. They lie. They just go wherever they see that the popularity is going to take them so whether it's making up shit to make the brand look better hearing supposed rumors that this game and that game is going to be shown this feature and that feature is going to be coming to xbox they just fucking bullshit their way into monetization so all of a sudden because of this award show by Jeff Keighley, all of a sudden PlayStation is in shambles. <laughs> there, was a, there was some fucking jerk with an account on X saying how Sony was lying about their inventory and that they're going to, they're going to be in trouble because they're being fucking outed by I don't know, regulators or something. It was like some weird fucking bullshit rumor that this guy who claimed to be an insider, he was reporting. And I'm like, yo, how are you guys are going to believe someone with a blue check mark with less than 300 followers and they call themselves an insider? And when you look at their profile, they're hyping all Xbox stuff. But it's weird because that particular account was gaining fucking, uh, not popularity, but his tweet was going around everywhere. Whether you're retweeting it and disagreeing with it, regardless, that engagement gives that blue check some revenue. So what I did, I just simply took a screen cap. I didn't link. I didn't link the account. I didn't want to give it any fucking revenue. But somebody retweeted it on my timeline, so I screen capped it. And I said, yo, how can you guys give this account any fucking life? Why are you letting this bullshit tweet gain momentum and do exactly what that person wants, which is gain engagement for revenue. And that, and that is all that, that, that is happening within the gaming 
I don't want to say gaming community, but with the content creators, it seems like everybody needs to one up each other. And whether that means bullshitting your way or just hyping yourself up way beyond than, you know, anything that you really deserve. It's just weird. And I found that this year with the PlayStation rap or the 2023 PlayStation rap, whatever, where uh, similar to what Spotify did, Apple, they did that as well with their Apple music. It tells you, you know, how many hours you listened to music, what genre, what, you know, group you listen to the most. So with PlayStation, it's how many hours you played what game you played the most, what controller, which is cool. It tells you exactly what controller you played with the most, whether it's the freaking purple controller, the default white DualSense controller, or their Pro DualSense controller, right? I mean, that's really cool that they can tell that. So people are posting it, and then all of a sudden it became this, hey, if you're not posting it, you're fake or you're not some fucking uh viable gamer or <laughs> you need to prove your stats and blah 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 we need the receipt all this bullshit all of a sudden it became this dick measuring contest and it was like hey don't say shit about video games if you can't prove with your rap what you've been playing now a lot of times it's people trolling but then there were people fucking going crazy like yeah you need to prove this you need to prove that and it was like all right let me not post my fucking stats because i'm not gonna fall into this fucking weird rabbit hole of where you need to prove how big your schlong is in order to to have other people say to themselves, okay, this person has the right to talk about video games. That's fucking weird. So me going, me being the individual that I am, I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to fucking post my 575 hours of playtime <laughs> because this year, I did a lot of traveling, and not only that, because of my brain injury, there are a lot of games I can't fucking play. I want to play them, and for example, e uh, what is it, Eternal, or God damn, I forgot the name of it. I think it's Eternal. Anyway. There's so much going on with that game. It, 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 it's all, you know, all of these fucking projectiles coming at you, the lighting, the speed of the game. I tried it on the PlayStation Network with a trial. Actually, it's available now on, on PlayStation Network. And I played it for a little while, and I couldn't, I couldn't take it no more. Even with Spider-Man 2, a lot of times I had to turn away. Or pause the game. Uh, same thing with God of War Ragnarok. When you go through the portal, the screen turns fucking bright white. 
and I have photophobia. So I need to go outside with sunglasses during the day. Certain strobes, if it's a strobe on TV during a show or something, I, I can't fucking look at it. As a matter of fact, during the award show, there was a trailer for some game. And the way they cut the trailer, it was driving me fucking nuts. The room started spinning. So not only was I traveling more, I was limited to the games I could play. So seeing that my playtime was cut in half from last year, I was like, oh shit, you know, <laughs> I gotta, gotta play some more PS5. I'll be on vacation starting Sunday for a month. When I come back, The Last of Us 2 Remaster will be out. It'll be a few days away or whatever. So I'm going to be playing that. But 2024 looks very good for video games. So maybe I'll be playing a little more. We'll see. We'll see. So, yeah, I was like, you know what? These guys are like fucking, I don't know. It's, yeah, it is cool to see that, hey, you know what? I play a lot of fucking video games. I got a shitload of fucking uh, trophies, you know, I give it to those people that can get fucking platinum trophies that have fucking like I'm a level 300 and uh, I'd say 14 or something. Some of these people are fucking they got they're like five something, six, 600 something. It's fucking incredible because you got to play a lot of fucking games. And you need to complete them if you want Platinums. And some of these games aren't easy to complete. So that is a fucking, that is a nice notch under your belt. It's a nice pin on your jacket. But when you go around and you're telling people, hey, unless you can do this, unless you could do that, you shouldn't be talking about this. You know what? Nah, that, that doesn't fucking sit well with me. <laughs> Because now you're acting like those weird-ass Xbox people. So, and, and you're doing it within your community, which is also weird. I don't do that shit. If you can't fucking play video games, for whatever reason, as much as the next person, I play a lot of my games on easy because I have to. I'm nearly, I, I need, I think, two trophies to platinum spider-man 2 but one of them i need to fucking i believe i need to uh beat enemies from a top with miles morales and i already did all those fucking missions so i'm like how can i do that fighting enemies in the street so I don't know if I'm going to get that one. I should have looked at that a lot earlier. But there's a chance I might get that platinum. So when there's a game that I can enjoy and I absolutely love, like Spider-Man 2, I'll play the hell out of it. I have to take breaks, but I'll play it. But 
those days of me trying to enjoy a game that I really don't fucking enjoy, but I want to talk about it on the podcast. So I need to try it. You know what? I can't do that. <laughs> those days are over. Way over. <laughs> Freak that. So, yeah, when you become 51, you, you realize, all right, this type of genre, I no longer enjoy as much. And me trying to force my way into liking a game? Nah, fuck that. That's financially irresponsible. Because <laughs> $70 is still fucking $70. But yeah, that, that was my thing with the whole 2023 rap stuff, you know? It's just weird behavior when people within the same community are fucking telling one another, hey, you can't fucking talk about this anymore unless you show this or you prove that someone joking around he claims to be joking said i need to show that i'm verifiable now i've heard that word a few years ago people saying you need to be verifiable and i'm like man nobody better fucking tell me that because what is verifiable right it, it, it all it is is that Somebody needs to meet your expectations. Which, in reality, is a crock of shit, right? <laughs> you meet the expectations that you set for yourself. And you keep working. But the guy said, oh, you know, I was joking. I was like, all right, all right, cool. I'll take, I'll take your word for it, you know? I'll take your word for it. That means he was mocking those people. Who use that verifiable word? Gaming, playing video games, man. I used to play video games back in the day in the arcades when I used to see my mom playing fucking Centipede. That was her favorite fucking game. My mom wasn't a what you would call a traditional quote unquote gamer. My mom would go to the arcade with us and play Centipede. That was her shit. To this day, she would tell you, Centipede is my favorite game. But she didn't play anything else. Was I going to look at her and say, you're, a f you're not verifiable. <laughs> you're not a quote-unquote gamer. I, I say that because I hate using that fucking word. Because people have butchered that word. And they use it for these arguments. I grew up where the gaming culture was for everybody. It still is. Anyone can play video games, whether it's on their fucking phone. My wife plays. You know what? Matter of fact, my wife probably has more fucking playing time on her mobile phone. She plays this fucking game every day. I forgot what it's called. She probably has more fucking time playing that game than I did on my, on my PlayStation 5. Does that make her verifiable? <laughs> right? Or does that discount her as a gamer? Because she only plays one fucking game every year. Or all year. You know... It's fucking crazy. This is a culture. 
our fucking community is a culture. No matter what platform you play. And see, that's how it used to be. That's how it all started. That's why I got into podcasting because my initial thought was, holy shit, I can talk to people that love video games like I do just the way I used to talk with my friends back in the day, sitting in front of the steps of, a, of our building, talking shit about which version of Mortal Kombat is better, which football game between Tecmo Bowl and Madden or Joe Montana football, which one is better. I was like, holy shit, I can do that. But this time with total strangers from around the country or around the world. I, I was like, yo, sign me up. This is what it's all about. I don't know how many of you have actually gone to a fucking video game store, whether it was GameStop or Funko Land. For me, it was Funko Land, where you can trade in your, you know, games, your hardware. The particular Funko Land I went to in the Bronx, they used to have import games or imported games from Japan. And I remember vividly one day, because me and my friends would go there and we'd just shoot the shit with the employees. One day, this guy is telling us, yo, there's this game in Japan that we're about to get. It's called Biohazard. And you're a fucking policeman. You're shooting zombies in this freaking castle. It is unlike anything I've ever seen. This is the, the employee telling us this. And we're like, yo, that sounds freaking awesome. Can we see it? Like, nah, it's not here yet. It'll be here later today. So what we did, me, my friends and I, we went the next day. And what did we see? We see fucking Biohazard, also known as Resident Evil in America. We see it on this fucking uh, RT television. Well, tube television. We see this guy playing it. He's like, yo, you guys want to try? We're like, nah. We don't want to get spoiled. We just came here to check it out real quick. When is this game coming out? They were like, well, it's going to be called Resident Evil when it comes out. And it's not coming out till next month. And we waited in anticipation for this fucking game. And when the game came out, we went to Funko Land. My friend bought it. Because they were the ones who owned every freaking console. I couldn't afford it at the time. So we walked from Burnside Avenue, Burnside and Cedric in the Bronx, walked to Fordham Road and Grand Concourse, where Funko Land was at. We walked back with some fuck. We got some fucking Chinese food. We were freaking hyped. We were so excited, right? Now, where Funko Land was at was a few miles away by foot. We got to my friend's house. It was Freddie and Jason, two brothers. As a matter of fact, my brother was with, with us as well, my brother Jason. 
and a few other people. We all had our fucking Chinese food. We're all freaking watching people play. And then when one person wanted to finish their food, they would pass the controller to somebody else. And that's how it went for about fucking 12 hours straight. If not longer. One of the biggest highlights was when uh, one of the characters said, give me some serum, damn it. You know, because we had to create serum. We had to do these puzzles with the fucking herbs and shit. We were cracking the fuck up. <laughs> and, and let me not bring up the, the part where the freaking zombie Doberman pitching, uh, Dober, Doberman pitching, wow, my freaking language, my, my vocabulary, I'm starting to slur. But the dog that jumps through the window when you're in the castle, yo, a bunch of fucking 18, 19 year olds screaming like girls, <laughs> jumping out their seat because a dog, a pixelated dog jumps through the window. That, that was freaking amazing. It was amazing. And then the next day, guess what? We went back because once everybody left, they were like, yo, we're not going to play it until tomorrow. And boom, we stood until the game was over. That went on for about two and a half days. Those were the freaking, those were the days, right? That, that was the beginnings of a culture, right? That was, well, not the beginnings, but that was part of what the culture was about. You go to a store, there's a bunch of employees who work in a video game store. Why wouldn't you talk to them? Why wouldn't you get to know them? They're the same people that love the same fucking uh, thing you love, which is video games. If we didn't, if we didn't talk to those employees, we wouldn't have known that Resident Evil was coming out when it did. We wouldn't have been able to try out Biohazard before it, it officially released in America. And so being on a podcast and talking to other people that love the same fucking hobby I love, it was like, oh man, this is fucking easy. And here I am, shit, what, 18, 19 years, right? Let me see. 18 years. 18 years podcasting about video games. It, it seems like it, 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 it isn't even that long, <laughs> to tell you the truth. So when people nowadays are telling you, hey, don't open your mouth on this app unless you show us what your 2023 rap is. Yeah, it's trash talking. Yeah, it's part of the whole troll community. And yes, trolling was a major, is still a major part of the gaming culture. Because we used to troll each other about Nintendo versus Sega. Sega versus PlayStation. Xbox versus PlayStation, right? It just went on and on. Atari versus ColecoVision. Trolling was part of the gaming community back then, and it still is now. Even in the arcades, you put your quarter down on the cabinet, you say, I have next. 
the person who won the match, let's say it's a fighting game, the person who won and you got to face them now, they're talking shit to you, right? <laughs> they're like, oh man, you just wasted. You're wasting money. But go ahead, put your quarter in there. So trolling is part of the gaming community because it's always been part of the gaming community. So yeah, people talking shit about 2023 raps because Xbox, I believe, brought one up too. Yeah, that's part of the trash talking. But then there are some maniacs who are like going a step above and now they're telling you, you can't do this unless you show me this. And if you're trying to troll, then damn, you need, you need to go to some trolling school or whatever and learn a little personality because you're doing it wrong. So yeah, that's why I was like, you know what? Fuck the raps. I ain't showing you guys shit. Take my word for it. And if you don't, oh well, that doesn't mean shit to me whether you think I'm allowed to talk about the hobby that I've been talking about since I was fucking seven years old and I'm 52 now. So yeah, that's a long fucking time, but yeah, I'll be in the Philippines for a month. Uh, we leave Sunday and, uh, yeah, it should be fun. The plane ride is going to be fucking long. Uh, you know, I do have my issues with, with, with my brain injury, so I got to have my noise cancellation headphones on the plane to prevent me from hearing the, the engines. Uh, we paid a little extra for premium economy because I need the leg room. And then from what I heard, the Philippines can be loud, <laughs> can be freaking congested with mopeds and shit. I'm going to have to wear my headphones in the street most likely still not going to be as bad as my neighborhood my neighborhood is constantly constantly littered with noise every fucking noise you can think screaming child sirens construction fucking mopeds all all of it it could happen at once but nonetheless i'm looking to have a great time my you know, I'm going to be there with my wife. My son is going. My wife's family is going. Uh, my wife is from the Philippines. She hasn't been there in almost 30 fucking years. So this is a big deal for her and my son. He's going to meet his cousins for the first time, his aunt for the first time. So it's a big deal. I'm looking forward to it. I'm taking my camera. Uh, my wife and I were joking that we'll probably see a bunch of foreigners vlogging because, yo, you look up the Philippines on YouTube, there are so many fucking vloggers talking about the same shit. <laughs> and I don't want to get into the whole YouTube, uh, what, what, what the, the whole algorithm of YouTube where people are just copying the same format, copying the same titles. Like there's so many titles that, that, that say 
in the Philippines trying Filipino food for the first time. My wife is from Manila. We get all these uh, in Manila for the first time trying Filipino street food. You'll see a shitload of those titles. You'll see uh, foreigners in the Philippines for the first time. You'll see a shitload of those. Even older dudes who retire from America, you'll see them motherfuckers vlogging, talking about finding Filipino wife in the Philippines. There's so many videos on those. (laughs) And when we click on them for amusement, they all have the same kind of fucking intro. They all have the same cheesy fucking music in the background. Is all the fucking same. Like, no matter what category you look at. You look at electronics, you look at traveling, you look at video games. People are just copying each other. So, yeah, it's not just the video game community that does it. And I'm talking about the content creation part of the community. And to a point, the, hmm, the clout-chasing community that's within the gaming culture. A lot of people copy each other so they see something that's working they lose <laughs> they lose every fucking original idea they ever had and their reasoning for getting into content creation getting into podcasts about video games they had an idea it started off with an idea like oh man i can make a difference i can say my opinions i don't agree with that person i don't agree with that person i'm going to explain why Eventually, when they see that nobody's really listening, they start going the way of every other motherfucker with a blue check mark. They go for the engagement. They start saying the most dumbest shit. They, they use the same thumbnails. They'll use the same clickbaity titles, and they just lose their originality. It's fucked up, but it's not just video games. It's everywhere you fucking look on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram. How many fucking, when you look at Instagram, how many fucking, uh, what they call those people, um, workout uh, influencers or travel influencers, <laughs> the, cam- the, the photography influencers, they're, they're fucking annoying as shit. So, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just something that we have to deal with. We have to sift through that in order to get to the good stuff, unfortunately. So, yeah, I'll do my little follow-ups on my social feeds. I'm not going to be running around the Philippines like a lot of people I'm going to see with a fucking camera in my face while I'm eating. Making my family look uncomfortable because I have a fucking camera in their face. Nah, that's not going to be me. And my wife and I, we joked about it. We were like, yo, I have so many years, <clears throat> nearly two decades of, expo- I mean, of, of podcasting experience, editing experience, editing videos, sound. I was like, we could make a fucking... Dope-ass fucking podcast, video podcast, while we're over there. 
and neither my wife or myself, we don't really like being on camera. So, and we don't fucking fake the funk like a lot of these people. So it, it would, the quality would be great, but <laughs> the, the, the actual videos would be boring as fuck because we're not, we're not that kind of people. We're there to enjoy the moment and savor it amongst each other. We don't have to fucking share it with the entire fucking world. If they want to fucking experience the Philippines, go to the fucking Philippines and enjoy it on your own. It'll be a lot better. Believe me. So anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. Talk to you guys. I don't know. Maybe I can podcast really quick while I'm in the Philippines. Hopefully the internet is good. We'll see. But if I don't get in touch with you guys uh, within that month, you'll see me on my fucking X app, Facebook or whatever, posting my photos. I'm definitely taking my cameras and I'm looking forward to taking some photos. So anyway, you guys take care. And in case I don't speak to you guys during Christmas, Merry Christmas. Later.